The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to the Patricia Raskin Show, the program that helps you turn obstacles into opportunities, challenges into solutions, and find answers to tough questions. And now, the award-winning powerhouse voice of radio, here's your host, Patricia Raskin. Well, good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to the Patricia Raskin Show. Today, we're going to talk about spiritual ministry, about healing, about healing ourselves, and about messages that we can get when we really tune in to our higher power. My guest is Reverend Gail Hicks. She's a spiritualist minister. She's a healer and a clairvoyant for most of her life. Welcome, Gail. Thank you. It's nice to be here. Yeah, I'm going to let you tell the story of how you started. I'm sure you were a child. Yes, I was. Um, It was around the age of five, and I used to have very vivid dreams, And I'd have spirit communicate with me when I was little, getting ready to go to bed. And mostly it was my grandmother on my mother's side. And she was very gifted. And uh, she would come and visit me and my sister in our room. And I just remember her. And that's kind of how it started. Then I had other people talk to me. And I just thought that was normal. And my parents were okay with it. They just thought it was a child's imagination. But my mother knew that. Both of her daughters were very gifted uh, spiritually and psychically when we were little. So when you went to school, did it come up as you were growing up, and how did you feel about it then, like with your peers? Well, um, I didn't share a lot at school with it. I was just a very active child, but uh, I, I had a hard time studying. But then when I did start to focus on studying, especially when I was in college, I found that my guides would help me uh, with like a photographic memory because I was studying art and had to remember a lot of color plates and artists and stuff like that. And that would help. But, you know, I didn't let it always come out. I wasn't in control of it. But I was started doing readings when I was 17 mm. and picking up on things and trying to help people that way. Mm. What is it like to be gifted in that way? Well, it's... It's, I don't know, I wouldn't say it's different. It's kind of special. You think that, um, you know, they're your friends or, oh, you just get this information. It's wonderful. And I think a movie that really helped me uh, reflect and understand was Heart and Souls with Robert Downey Jr. is how he starts hearing these people singing and talking to him. And that's kind of how it happened with me. But I didn't find out till later when I went to study at seminary at Camp Chesterfield in Indiana, when my sister took me up there, that the guides had names because I was subtly getting names from my guides. Hmm. And I couldn't understand why I kept seeing the romper room, uh, dancing of the sun, you know, like in romper room. But I found out that my Indian guide was named Sundancer. So it was subtle things like 
Every time I'd go in the backyard, the birds that flocked to me and hung around me were little sparrows. And the subtlety was my joy guide was named Little Sparrow. So interesting things like that. Did you, did they ever warn you? Did you find your guides would either lead you to the right thing or warn you that something might be coming that isn't good for you? Um, Yes to all of that. Uh, They would inspire me to do things and give me incentive to, it's okay, you should do this. And then as for warning or protecting, we always say in spiritualism, forewarned is forearmed. And your Indian guide is usually your protector. And more than once did he come in and intervene when it was something that was going to be harmful to me and, and get me out of the way. So I can say that I've had those life experience of... And when you say intervene, what, what do you mean? You get a voice? I got more than a voice. I got a voice. I got help getting out of situation. Mm. I don't remember driving home. Mm. And uh, then, uh, you know, totally protected. Totally protected. Mm. I, that's another question I have. Do you feel that because you're gifted that you are protected? Um, yes, I would say I'm protected. I don't put it up there with an ego thing. Like, I just know that if everything's in divine order, I'm okay. Because mm-hmm. we always say EGO is ease God out. So I just ask for the best and highest in everything that I do and, and helping others. And um, I love helping others to educate them on their guides or their teachers and how to move forward in their direction. So let's talk about that, Gail. How, um, when you help and guide people, how do you help them to listen to their own voice? I mean, they may come to you for a spiritual reading, but that's one time. How do you help them to start to trust what they're getting in their own voice? Well, they have to learn how to meditate and to get out of the way. And a lot of people can't get their minds quiet anymore, especially now with the technology, everybody's into their phone or this, and nobody really does quiet time anymore. And, uh, One way I help them is when they do come for a reading, I would say that majority of my clients that come to me for readings have been coming for over 24 years. So I have continual business, and then I have people out of the blue say, oh, you told me this 12 years ago, and it just happened yesterday, and you're right. So the gift of prophecy and moving forward. But that's another thing about this is timing. The guides might tell you something, correct? But the timing could be... The, they don't. The timing isn't in our timing. It's a different timing. Is that right? It's it's in a time frame. Spirit gives you a time frame because we want a time frame here on the earth plane. Okay. But the thing is, it's most important is when you get a session, whether it's me or somebody else. God, we always say God, good orderly direction, is only going to give you that when you're ready for the responsibility of it. So if you say, well, when's this going to happen to me? When am I going to meet Mr. Wonderful or Mr. Right Now? Or when am I going to buy this house? When, when, when? Well, we could say, yeah, summer of uh, 2007. But if you're not ready for it, if the house that you're really searching for and you've been in, putting your intentions and affirming for, isn't, it might not show up till the following year. But it's really on how you're ready to receive it because it's only going to come to you in divine order. And sometimes things get delayed. Because if you're not living your affirmations and your intentions, it might get put off because it's just not the right time for you to accept it. And that's okay. But people, some people have a regimen and have to have it now. And that's not how spirit works. That's just not how the higher 
realms work. So, so Gail, that's, that brings me to the next question. What if you're going for something? Could be a relationship, could be a job, could be health, and you're really working on it. Yes. But it just, you're not seeing it. What's your advice to people? I mean, they want it, they're working for it, they're not seeing it, but they believe it's coming, but it's not here. And that's, that's a hard thing for a lot of people here on earth to be able to keep that faith when they don't see it. Your advice. Well, I, I go through that almost every single day because I'm always putting my intentions out and seeing it and, and I'm busy helping other people do it. And you have to, you have to love yourself enough to know that I'm not giving up on myself. They can't give up on their dream or their goal. Mm. And it's, it's, it's a regiment. It's like, it's like being on a diet. Like you, have practice. To, you have to maintain. There has to be maintenance. If you're going to do maintenance on your car and get your oil changed every 3,000 miles, mm. then you've got to do that on your intentions okay. of what you're putting out there. So you're saying it's a practice. Yes. This, like this is, not, this is not, oh, I hope I have it. When is it coming? I'm going to sit here. No, no, no you can't. You, it's like Nike. You've got to get it done. You have to be proactive in everything. I don't care if you're having a bad day. You got to make something good out of that day. So the more productive you are, whether you're helping yourself or helping someone else or helping a complete stranger or whatever, those brownie points are being seen from above. Mm. That and then and then it will come back. When people put affirmations out, they always assume sometimes, which is not the right thing to do, that maybe it's going to come from this person. And usually, the majority of the things that you want come from people you don't know. Completely out of the left field or the right field because they're, you're open to receive. You're not sure how it's going to get there. It's like if you knew in advance that Joey is going to marry you on such and so a date at the church or so and so, blah, blah, it takes all the fun out of the mystery, out of the romance, the courting and everything. But if you know that a man that's six foot two with blue eyes that has a family, you know, and you have a background, you finally meet him, well, great, well, then let it unfold. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. you have to, you have to not let go of that dream or that belief mm. that, and at some point mm. in my life, this will come to me, and I'll make it happen. It's interesting, because if you watch a lot of inspirational movies, and yes. many of them are true stories, Yes. and if we look at the movies that have come out recently at the end of 2016, the true stories, tremendous hardships these people had in so many but they stayed with it. They believed and they stayed with it. It's because whatever is thrown in your path is a lesson. That's why there's a, if, the, if it doesn't happen on such and so week and it's delayed, it's because you haven't worked through all the lessons to, to reap that benefit mm. yet. There's more down the road of your path. And sometimes you have choices. We have free will. That all interplays into it. So, yeah, you can be a great fantasizing or visualizing it, but to make it a reality, you have to know, be in the knowing, that you're, you're ready for it, and it will, it'll just present itself. All right. We're going to take a break in a couple of minutes, So, how, and then we're going to come back with Gail for the whole hour. We're going to talk more about clairvoyance and really knowing you get the right messages in and how do you discern how do you know if it's the right message we're going to talk about your health and how your physical health and emotional health and spiritual health are all combined so we're going to talk about that next how can people find you gail 
uh, on my uh, website, which is uh, revgailhicks.com. And if they forget I'm a minister, I have gailhicks.com. Okay. So I have two ways for them to and find And do you me. work with people online as well as in person? Yes. I do online. I can Skype. I do FaceTime. Phone readings. I've been doing phone readings for years. And I've, some of the people I've never met, and they still, after 20 years, still call me and find me. If, since I moved from Atlanta to New England 16 years ago, mm. they'll still find me. They Google and find me, and, and I, we reconnect. Right. And, and your readings them. aren't just, oh, this is what I see. You work with people to help them set their goals as well, correct? Yes, I, I'm a psychometrist, so... I like that the person to be very specific of what they're asking. It's not, I don't do general readings. So I would, you know, you write down person, place, or thing, or mentally, emotionally, spiritually, or physically, your specific questions, whether it's eight, eight to 10 in an hour session, or three to five and a half hour. And then if you send it to me, I meditate on it and your full name half hour before your session with my guides. And then I pick cards, but I don't really read tarot cards. I started with cards because back in the 80s, that's how it was supposed to be. That's how they all mm-hmm. thought I came from that. Because mm-hmm. in the South, if you told me you were talking to a deceased loved one back then, they would probably, <laughs> you know, think, mm-hmm. hey. So, But that's how I do readings. All right. So, again, we're going to come right back right after the break. Okay. But your website is RevGailHicks.com or GailHicks.com. Yes. A-I-L. H-I-C-K-S dot com. All right. You're listening to The Patricia Raskin Show right here on VoiceAmerica.com, America's Voice. And we are talking to Reverend Gail Hicks for the whole hour. And we're talking about spirituality, about being clairvoyant. We're talking about spiritual ministry, um, about getting messages, about having readings, about what's a flame message. So stay tuned. There's a lot more folks right here on VoiceAmerica.com. We'll be right back. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. Have you found the beauty inside of you? Join Bonnie Bonadeo each week for Beauty Inside and Out. We'll explain how beauty plays a part in everybody's lives. Our guests are makeup artists, hairdressers, and doctors. But we'll also feature holistic and wellness specialists and spiritual advisors. You can find that beauty inside and express it to its fullest on the outside. Tune in to Beauty Inside and Out every Thursday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Where are you getting your advice on buying, selling, or maintaining your most important asset, your home? Is it from a reality show on cable TV, a comparison website, or are you just flying by the seat of your pants and gut instinct? Stop now before you make another move. Tune into Real Real Estate Today with host and realtor Deb Tomorrow. You can't afford to play guesswork when it comes to your new or existing home. Listen every Tuesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific, on Voice America Variety. Want an insider's pass to everything that goes on in Hollywood? Join Summer Helene every week for Behind the Scenes. Summer Helene is known as the Duchess of Hollywood because she knows the insiders, legends, and celebs and brings the stories, the gossip, and the backstage scoop. 
It's the real Hollywood, though. So this program is for adults only. Behind the Scenes can be heard live every Friday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time and 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. are listening to the patricia raskin show if you wish to call into our program today please call 1-866-472-5788 that number again is 1-866-472-5788 you may also send an email to patricia at patriciaraskin.com now back to the patricia raskin show hello everyone and welcome back for the whole hour we have reverend gail hicks she's a spiritualist minister healer and clairvoyant and next we're going to talk about message work welcome back Gail thank you yeah let's talk about how you know you're getting a message and is it just your voice or is it someone else's voice how how do you distinguish all that because we hear things all the time yeah we do hear things all the time I think that if you've recently lost a loved one um, I'll use my parents for example um my dad drove a, a certain type of car, a Lincoln Town car, his last car. And it's happening with all my family, and especially my brother and my sister down in Georgia. So we'll send pictures from the road going, Dad just passed me, look. Or, and we see that same car, and there's no way that everybody has a 2002 champagne color car. And um, it's like sightings. And you can get messages, the subtleties of getting a message from a loved one who's passed or even a spirit guide comes in a vibrational thing. It's usually when you're in a light state of trance, when your mind is on automatic pilot. So you could be cleaning house. That is such a great way to get inspired. That's why people get inspired. When you clean, all of a sudden it's like, wow. I could have had a V8. Things come on. So you could be vacuuming. I love vacuuming. Vacuuming is a vibrational thing because the greatest law in the universe is the law of vibration. And spirit is on different vibrations. So when you're vacuuming, how many of you have been vacuuming and heard someone call your name? Or you heard somebody say, what? You turn it off and you go, who is that? And it's because you're at that, that vibrational level, you can hear them actually say something. It's just like washing dishes. You could be washing dishes and get this inspirational thought, and it's you thinking it, right? But it's not words you would ever say to yourself. Hmm. Then that's how you discern, that wasn't me. That's somebody sending a message. Hmm. Wow, but that's great. I'm going to use that. Hmm. It's just like when you're driving. Have you ever noticed when you're driving someplace and you don't have to use your GPS and all that, you're just driving next to you, you know, you're already at the place, you're not sure how you got there, is because you're in that light trance state. But while you're driving, you can get messages or you get all this inspiration that's coming from a loved one or a guide because they connect with you thought to thought or mind to mind. So every time you're thinking, they can hear and they're trying to give you a message But if you're closed off, you know, you're not going to get it. But if you're in like a very meditative mode, you don't always have to meditate to get it. You could just be gardening, mowing the lawn or something like that and receive a message. I find for me that I know it's some I know it's a different message from my own voice when it kind of just comes all of a sudden and I wasn't thinking about it. That's correct. Yes. Pours in. Yes. Right. And, And there is a difference. There is a difference. 
is subtle, though, as you said. It's very subtle. Because it's still my voice. So it's like, was it me? Yeah, and why would I be thinking that? Exactly. So that's when you know. And what I tell my students about when they see something with their physical eye or clairvoyantly, they go, well, how, how did I see that? And I try to explain that the way spirit shows you images in your mind's eye is like an old um, projector where the, you put the slide in and they click it up on the wall and it's white and all of a yeah. sudden you see a flash of a, vid- a, a, a picture and then it disappears. It's like spirit drops it in in front of your third eye and your physical eye and then it disappears. That's how your clairvoyance starts. My, my clairvoyance started when I was little in dreams. So everything I dreamt started coming true. Really? And then I had to discern what it meant. And I just went, or sometimes I'd forget it when I wake up, or then it would come back in like these premonitions. Mm-hmm. But then when I really started focusing, I found out if I just asked in my head, in a thought, what does that mean? Then I would get a whole dissertation. I could hear someone telling me what it meant. Mm-hmm. But you have to ask. You remember, if you ask, so shall you receive. So if you do ask and question, whether it's your higher self or your loved ones or your guides, you will get a message. That's very interesting because I've read a lot about that where you must ask. If you want your angels to help you or your guides, you can't just think about it. You have to stop and say, angels or guides, please help me. Please protect me. And they, and they, they won't help you voluntarily. You have to ask. Yes, correct. And and that's because they're not here to interfere. Is that right? That's correct. They're not allowed to break um, natural law, the law of privacy. You know, they're not around you 24-7. They'll be around you if there is an emergency. Yeah. If something uh, very bad could be happening to you or an accident up ahead, they can forewarn you or get you out of the way. And then, but if you... If you ask them and you specifically know who you're directing it to, whether it's a loved one or your ending guide or a master teacher, whoever you direct it to, then they'll get it and respond. You know, you know it's almost like guides are like EMTs, you know, you know when you need them. And uh, one favorite thing I teach my students is um, my favorite show growing up when I was little was Bewitched. And I love that she said, Dr. Bombay, Dr. Bombay, come right away. And that's like when you call on your doctor teacher, your doctor of chemistry. If you have a headache, you call them out and say, I've got a headache. Next thing you know, your headache's gone. So you have to call, you know. Mm-hmm. You have to connect with them. We're all about communication. But, but you bring up another point, though. What if um, your angel is protecting you from an accident, but you didn't ask because you didn't know? See what I mean? Yeah, but you can't. If you knew ahead of time you were going to have an accident, it would really. But you have to be in touch with your angels. You 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 don't have to be in touch with them. They they you don't have to be in directly in touch with them. It's great if you have a knowledge of them and you send your uh, gratitude that they are with you. Um, I know that I have guardian angels, and but I I know they're busy. Uh, they're so busy. So I just kind of rely on my ending guide Mm -hmm. and I let him, if anybody else, he can contact somebody else. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about how you can heal yourself um, of a headache, of a cold, or maybe even something greater than that. Could be an illness. Or do you need professional help for that, Gail? Um, Well, I could say yes to all of that. It depends on the person. 
you know, if you really rely on doctors, then you're going to go get checked out by the doctor first. That's fine. And you can do that. But you need to know that the the word alternative and everybody's wanting an alter, some alternative. And that's fine. I think that if you are connected to yourself and perhaps like me, you don't like to go to the doctor, you're afraid to go, then maybe you just tr- you do alternative before, you know, either way. But to heal yourself, I've done it several times for myself, and I did have a very uh, debilitating uh, illness when I was out of the country. And uh, it really took its effect on me, and it got into my bloodstream. So it was eating food that wasn't cooked all the way, which mm. gave me a parasite. So I knew I was sick, and it was in 92, and I asked my spirit guide, Dr. Nelson, my chemist, Please get me out of this country and get me back to the states. You spirit know. guide, not in this, not in the place. Not, not a, a, a spirit guide. Not mm-hmm. you know, not a real doctor. But used to physical. be a doctor in the physical world. Yes, he did. And so he told me to hold my liver. And this is before I got my spiritual healing. This is before I got my Reiki. It's before Reiki really was popular in the mm-hmm. states in the eighties, well, in the eighties and nineties. So I held my liver every day and said a prayer. And I did everything alternative down in Brazil to keep the parasite at bay. But the thing is, it was the power of thought. And I believed in myself. And I didn't, you know, you don't want to get down to that last thing, you know, I need to find God or spirit or whatever. But you need to love yourself to know that if it's not, you're ready to heal. you got to have the mindset. So I did. I worked on it. And I changed alchemically some things in my physical body. And after that, after that near-death, blood-related, like, uh, issue that I had from healing it, I did go to a regular doctor when I got back to the States to find out how far advanced it was and all that. And then I did more healing on myself. Then I went back and found out everything's okay after I had my blood work done. And they couldn't figure out how could you get that done. Mm. I just told them I asked for three new things, you know, a new liver, uh, new skin and new blood because everything had that's what had been contaminated from the food poisoning. and you didn't have to have any surgery no operations no nothing no you did it all through your own guides he, and healing for through healing a lot of meditation and prayer I changed my entire diet the way my guides told me he don't eat this anymore I didn't eat shellfish or fish for seven years hmm. but you know that our bloodstream re- you know, recleans itself out every seven years anyway. Mm. But I totally asked for three things, and I that was my intention, and I focused on me. And you know, the 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 doctors did put me on prednisone, and it made me gain over 120 some odd pounds. Mm. And I didn't know that I'm very susceptible, and si- I'm very sensitive to anything pharmaceutical, so I just can't do that. But I did, after I got the okay and the clear that physically I was healed, I emotionally I had all this extra weight. So it took me another nine months, but through thought, through soul healing, that's one of my services I do, I gave myself soul healings. That's how I healed myself. I kept letting go of everything that was negative holding me back mm. and affirming for everything to come into my life, and that's how I got through it. All right, and we're going to take a break. In the next segment, we're going to talk all about soul healings. All right. So tell people again how they can find you. You can work with them online, on Skype. You do long-distance healing. 
How can people find you, Gail? At uh, RevGailHicks.com or GailHicks.com. Okay. And you have many things, and you're locally, you're in Massachusetts. Yes. And you do different cleansings, and you do um, some sculpting, and you also do different different health uh, detox treatments yes. if you're in person. Yes. But you do the healing on the phone. Yes, I can do healings absentee and over the phone. Okay. And just send me a picture sometimes. That helps. All right. You're listening to The Patricia Raskin Show. Right here on VoiceAmerica.com, I'm Patricia Raskin. I'm here with Reverend Gail Hicks, who's a spiritualist minister, healer, and clairvoyant. And we're here with you for the whole hour. And next we are going to talk about soul healing. What is it and how you can do it for yourself. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com You count. Tune into Interrevolutionary Radio and join the spontaneous wave of people all over the planet who, like you, are changing our world from the inside out. Follow the movement. Meet guests who are shaking things up. Call in and gain insights and courage to empower your own voice. Large or small, your part counts. So join us. Co-hosted by Beth Green and James Maynard, Inner Revolutionary Radio airs live every Thursday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern, on the Voice America Variety Channel. Are you finding your frequency? It can be described as that space between failure and success. It's the future of digital media. It's finding your voice. It's engaging topics, content, and ideas. Jeff and Ryan discuss the digital media space and all of its aspects. It's about making the mistakes, taking the chances, summoning the intestinal fortitude to step out of your comfort zone, and discovering what you can accomplish when you decide to try, decide to learn, decide that you have something to say, and find your frequency. Fridays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Are you trying to discover how to thrive in business and follow your purpose? Tune in to Entrepreneur Enlightenment with host Irina Benedict. You will learn how to combine practical business strategies with spirituality so you can grow your business with ease. If you've been searching for purpose, for freedom, for fulfillment, tune in to get your questions answered. Listen live every Wednesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time and 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. You are listening to The Patricia Raskin Show. If you wish to call into our program today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That number again is 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to Patricia at PatriciaRaskin.com. Now, back to the Patricia Raskin Show. Hello, everyone, and welcome back. My guest for the whole hour is Reverend Gail Hicks. She is a spiritualist minister, healer, and clairvoyant. And she started this work when she was five years old, getting messages. You can log on to her website at RevGailHicks.com, R-E-V-G-A-I-L-H. S-H-I-C-K-S dot com or GailHicks dot com. And in this segment, we're going to talk about soul healing, what it is, 
and how you can work with yourself with some detox treatments. So, welcome back, Gail. Let's talk about soul Thank healing. You. Soul healing. Soul healing is what helped me when I got really sick in Brazil. Okay. And so, what I did is I would stand in front of the mirror and I would let go and talk to myself, my soul, my inner soul, and let go of everything that was holding me back, like the illness or my bloodstream or what was what was bothering me. And so you just kind of write it down and say it out loud. And then I cut the cords kind of extraneously, etherically. And then I took my power back. There are certain things my spirit guide told me to say, so I would say them. And then... I would do my affirmations. Of Talk ice. about what cutting cords means. Cutting your cords. Well, in your body, when you're letting things go, everybody talks about how it's connected to your heart chakra or your throat chakra or your solar plexus. But when you have emotional things, it's really connected to your solar plexus. And so when I would stand and, and recite and say my uh, negative list or the hit list, as I call it, then after I was done, I would take my hand and just kind of do three passes over of my body, mind, body, spirit, and then cut those cords along my stomach. And then I would hold my stomach to close that energy up as I claimed my power, hmm. that I let it all go. And once you let things go, the hardest thing, us as individuals and humans, is to let stuff go. Hmm. People just, they rehash it. They, they, and they oh, harbor resentment. And they, they, they can't let it go. They keep repeating it, or they, oh, someone will ask them how they're doing, and then they go into that tangent again. You, got, you can't do that anymore if you really want to heal yourself. You've got to replace it with something positive. So, oops, I forgive myself. I see myself receiving happiness and joy. You've got to replace it with something positive. But after I cut my cords, and I'd say my affirmations by, you know, I am that I am Gil Hicks, open receptive, receive for my best, and I is good. And I see myself receiving. Then I would say 100% health, 100%, you know, this, that, and the other, and whatever. And if you wanted to put out there about your career and your job and your loved one or your, your new mate or getting married, you put out, I see myself receiving. And then you just take a deep breath and you close your eyes, you visualize those things, and you, you just say, so be it. And then I would lay down on the table and I do hands healing on myself for my soul healings. So what I do for people, that's what moved me to New England was soul healings. Because I didn't, uh, when I came here, I was healing cancer patients and, and uh, people that were terminal. And I was giving them faith and putting faith back into them and helping them. And I was doing laying on a hands healing and they were, their cancer tumors were going away. Their prostate cancer was, you know, the doctors didn't know what was going on. Keep going wherever you're going. I was working with liver cancer patients. And I was still living in Atlanta, but commuting. But I did soul healings. And then when I served the churches in the areas, then they were asking me, you know, what do you do? And then I was offering soul healing. So that's what moved me here because everybody that came to me thought all I did was healing, which was wonderful until they found out I did readings too. But soul healing moved me from Atlanta to Massachusetts. Mm. And I know about your soul healing work. Yes. I think it's powerful. Yes. I've experienced that. And what I think is interesting is that you do ask the person to make a list of everything that they want to get rid of. Yes. And then you really focus on that and then you get rid of it. Yes. And then it's gone. And then you focus on everything they want to bring in. 
Yes. And you do it even in person, in the mirror, and then you work on the body to integrate that after they've said it. Yes. And um, the, the importance of the mirror is, I call it mirror therapy. You know, there are so many people in the universe and that cannot look in the mirror. Not mm. even, that's a self-esteem issue. You know, just looking at yourself, standing and looking at yourself naked is very hard too or naked or nude, because I'm from the South, I always pick on my accent, but um, to stand in front of a mirror and even put your makeup on or brush your hair or whatever, brush your teeth, some people can't look at themselves. They walk away from the mirror. And that's something that should be on their hit list, to have that confidence, to be, it's okay. It's about self-image. And we as a society are all about self-image. And a soul healing helps you to embrace it through mirror therapy. And it, it, it reflects. And when you look in the mirror, you're looking at your soul because you look at your eyes, you're really looking at your soul and talking to it. Mm-hmm. And I think it's very specific for the person who's coming that they write the list. And if they need help with it when they come see me, I go, let's go over it. Well, then I'll see things they forgot because then my guides come in and go, hey, you know, they need to put this, this, and this down. They forgot this. Ask them if they're ready to let go of it. Not everybody can let go of a whole train load of stuff in the first go around. Mm. Because after you get a soul healing with me, I do attunement. I do, I align your chakras. I sage you. I lay my hands. And then Burning Eagle is one of my healing guides. I have a healing staff of guides. And when I lay my hands on you, you feel other hands laying on you at the same time Mm. from the spirit world. Mm. But the thing is, it's a time for you to totally let go and let spirit work on you and know that you're safe and that your body, mind, spirit, every level is going to be recentered and aligned and kind of like vacuum packs you with your affirmations. And then you detox for a few days. You know. No, I experienced this. I mean, I yes, you did. I did. And um, I did feel a difference. I did feel a difference. I did feel a, a lighter. Um, some of the negative voices that I was hearing were really gone. Or if if they came, they weren't, I was able to say, oh, okay, bye. Yes. and It's because you had the strength and the power to mm. not accept it anymore mm. because you were becoming, I would say you have to be your, afferma- your affirmations. Yeah. So as part of the soul healing, because, you know, people are talking, but then you're also working on the body. Yes. You have other ways, Gail, that you work on the body as well when you do some detox treatments. Now, that's in person, but talk about that. Yes. And by I, the way, can you do those soul healings um, remotely, or do you have to have that person there? Well, I've done a few remotely, but um, it's better. I think it's better healing. in person. And, uh, and I'm not saying a person can't do their hit list and stand in front of the mirror and do their own, but sometimes you get to a point where you need some kind of assistant or you need to be just the person letting go mm-hmm. and to be in the receptive end. So that's why it's nice to go get one if you can in person. But it doesn't mean you can't, you know, release. All right. So let's look at the detox treatments. Explain those. Well, I have a few different ways to detox. I um, I got an ionic foot bath years ago, and I, I love that. And it's for detoxing the lymph nodes and your organs, and it helps with your bloodstream. And it and some people think, oh, it, it's not great. And you know, you can read everything online, the do's and don'ts. But I 
totally am a firm believer because it helped me. And it was main reason I got it was to take out the shaley metals or the amalgamum fillings because I was that's when I came to Massachusetts. I had met a wonderful dentist and I traded healings and he did my entire mouth for me. And because he told me if I hadn't gotten them removed, I would have died of mercury poisoning because mm. the mercury was, I knew it was dripping into my bloodstream. Mm. So there was another blood issue with me. So one reason I got that machine was to keep removing toxins out of my body, and I offered it as a service for other people. And what, what can people do in general to detox? Do they change what they eat? Do they fast? Do they, what do they do? Well, there's, there's tons of ways. You can fast and eat brothy soups and all that, but it's nice to know that you can go almost like a, I call them spiritual spa treatments. That's what I kind of offer that you could come in and get an ionic foot bath and you could get a, a an hour healing, you know, and really you're, you're detoxing on one level and then you're getting healing to reboot your energy or you get a soul healing with a foot bath. And then another service I got five years ago for myself, cause it really helped me was I kept hearing my uh, doctor of chemistry telling me that I needed to cleanse my lymph nodes. I looked everything up on how to cleanse and what to do, and I tried it, but it just wasn't enough. It wasn't strong enough. It wasn't physical enough. And then to find a, a massage therapist that really could do it, it was like, hmm. But I ended up finding Cellularm, and it's a non-invasive way to remove uh, the toxins from the lymph nodes. And it has a lot of diverse uh, interest in it and how it can help you. And a lot of people do it for cosmetic reasons. That's a great plus. But to me, as a healer, yeah, I could help people reshape their bodies. But what I got it for was to cleanse your lymph nodes. Mm -hmm. Because if you can detox your lymph nodes, then you have a better chance of uh, clearing things away. And I feel that because your lymph nodes hold so much and that machine's not evasive, it actually allows them to release it. So it's an eternal release. It's not like, it's like cupping, but it's about heating the body up with heating pads and it's a light cupping with the machine. And it's about... The frequency. The machine has a frequency. It has a frequency. That's the foot bath has a frequency. The cellularum is a sucking machine and it actually uh, pulls your skin up through the cup and mm. it pulls all the blood up through your adipose tissue. Mm. And as you do that, you're releasing toxins from your nodes and dropping the drop zone. Interesting. And as you do the whole body, you're actually waking up all the nodes to release. Mm. So this is a this is a wonderful detox treatment. Yes, it is. As, as a separate as a separate treatment. Yes, it's a total separate treatment that only can be done in person. Okay. All right. We are talking to Reverend Gail Hicks, spiritualist minister, healer, and clairvoyant. In our last segment with with Reverend Hicks, we're going to talk about flame messaging and how do you develop an understanding of mediumship? How do you study it and understand it? You're listening to The Patricia Raskin Show. You can log on to Gail Hicks' website and learn about making an appointment with her remotely or in person at Rev Gail Hicks, R-E-V-G-I-A-L, G-A-I-L, Hicks, H-I-C-K-S dot com, or GailHicks.com. You're listening to the Patricia Raskin Show right here on VoiceAmerica.com. We'll be right back.
stimulating talk. It gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. Where can you learn about EasyWayPromotions.com social media marketing, brand positioning, and more? Easy Talk Live. Where can you get tuned into celebrities in the business world? Easy Talk Live. Where can you learn about entrepreneurment? Easy Talk Live. Every week, host Eric Easy Zuli and his celebrity friends talk about global causes, offer tips and tricks that you can use right now on social media, and give you the chance to promote your projects on Easy Talk Live. Every Saturday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Psych Up Live with host Dr. Suzanne Phillips is an insider's glimpse at a life from a psychological perspective. It's a look at what matters to us. Why do we laugh? How do we cope with stress? Are men and women really that different? What is it about our relationships? How are they formed? How they work out? And why they sometimes don't? Every week is something new to engage you. Psych Up Live is heard every Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. We'll turn up your perspective on life. What makes a great leader? Most have a vision, one that starts beyond the resources available and continues from that point into developing a solid plan, organization, and company. Leadership issues are discussed each week on VoltCast, illuminating leadership with host Jeff Smith. Jeff has years of experience as a leader and executive coach, and his guests will bring you information that can help a team of any size. Listen every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Variety. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. You are listening to The Patricia Raskin Show. If you wish to call into our program today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That number again is 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to Patricia at PatriciaRaskin.com. Now, back to the Patricia Raskin Show. We are back. You are listening to the Patricia Raskin Show. And with us is Reverend Gail Hicks, who's a spiritualist minister, healer, and clairvoyant. And we are now talking to her about flame messaging and developing and understanding what mediumship is. Welcome back, Gail. Thank you. All right. Let's talk about flame messages. Flame messages is a... comes from the spiritual uh, spiritualism or the church and stuff I learned up at Camp Chesterfield. And it's where you hold, you have a tapered candle and you hold an index card over it. And my guides work through me. So as I'm holding it, I'll be getting messages or names or to a certain person out in the audience or whatever. And then as I pull the card over, the smoke burns an image and it keeps moving on the page and it can be moving while I'm showing it to everybody. Mm. And I clairvoyantly start looking, interpreting for my guides, what I'm seeing on it and who's, who's it for and who's it goes to. And, um, with, I've been doing them for about 14, little over 14 years or more actually, uh, cause more than 14, probably 20. And, uh, but what's happened is in the last couple of years, I, I now, I put them, every time I do a card, I put it out over the, I hit the top of the candle and put it out and wax gets on it. 
And then as I'm giving it to the person, after I hand it to the person it goes to, it's like an alchemical process. When they touch it, they can actually hold it and watch the smoke move Mm. from their energy and turn blue and green instead of black and gray. And then they've had signatures or handwritings from their loved ones Mm. right on the card. So you take the card, you give the card to the person, and then you put it over the flame. No. I No, that's reversed. I take the card, I put it over the flame, I'm getting a message, I look at it, I interpret it, and then after I'm done, as I hand it to the person, when they touch it, their alchemical process, their energy and their loved one has more energy, and sometimes they move it around. And, for example, this one lady, I gave her a message, and I said, this is going to be your birthday card. And it was a bouquet of flowers. I said, well, put it on your refrigerator when you get home and just leave it. She goes, oh, my birthday's not for six months. Six months later, she calls me. She's crying. I couldn't make out who it was. She says, oh, I came to one of your events. I got this flame thingy. That's what she said. And I go, yeah. She goes, the bouquet of flowers. And you said, my mom says it's going to be a birthday card. I said, okay. She goes, well, I opened the refrigerator to get the milk out, and I looked at my flame card, and it's my birthday. And it says, happy birthday, love, mom. And my mother's handwriting. So six months later, her mother wrote on that card. Oh, my God. That's unbelievable. So that's wonderful. And then another girl last year, I was in Maine. I gave her a flame card from her father. And after she touched it, she started crying because it completely moved. And it was her father on the card. And she showed it to me. And I said, well, what's he only has one eye. And she said, yes, my father lost his eye to cancer. And she showed me on her iPhone and sure enough, the, the, the flame image was identical to her father's picture in her, her mm. phone. So, And it doesn't happen to every single person who gets a flame mm. card. But the wonderful thing about it is the flame card has four sides. You can keep turning it and turning it and getting more messages. So even after you get one and you go home, you can keep looking at it. And every time you need a message, you can just turn it and it gives mm. you another message. Now, do you pick out the card for the person? Yes, I have a stack of index cards. And you and pick it. Do they shuffle them? No, they don't No, they don't touch them. They're in the audience. And I pick them up, and I hold them, and then I gift them to them. And you know which person that flame card belongs to? Not at the very beginning, no, because I'm calling out names of loved ones or guides. Right. And then they go, oh, that's for me. And I go, well, are you so-and-so? Yes, well, okay, this is who I have wow. for you. And then I give the message. So they're all different. And then there was one lady, and I'd always been asking my guides, please let my flame cards burn an actual image of the loved one while they're there. Okay. And that happened, and it happened more than once. I had a lady. I said, there's a a young girl here. I said her daughter's name and everything. And I I got all teary-eyed. I started crying. And I said, is this your daughter? And I just turned it around. I couldn't do any more of the message. I got so emotionally choked up. I turned the card around. She started crying. And then her friend answered for her. Then in front of everybody, she pulled out the identical picture in her wallet matched the flame card Mm. I just did. Mm. So was her daughter still with us? No, she was in the world of spirit. She Mm. had died. And and so her daughter wanted her mom to know that she was there. So that was that was just wonderful. And the the great thing about a a flame message, I call them spirit flame messages because spirit's still working on them. The wonderful thing is, yes, you can get a clairvoyant message, but when I do a message service, 
I do an all message service. I want everybody to get a message. I'd rather do a small intimate group of 15 people and everybody gets a message than 400 people. Mm-hmm. And I, I think it's really important because to help people and allow them to connect. Mm. You don't have to do this in a group, correct, Gail? You could do this individually. Yes, I can. You know, but if you, you, it, you do it more in a group than you do individually. The flame work. Yes, I do flame message circles for, you know, at my mm-hmm. office mm-hmm. and, you mm-hmm. know, for people who want a private one at their house. All but right. if you want a reading and you ask for one, I can always do that for you. But I don't really put it in with my readings unless you request it. All right. We've got about three minutes left. Yes. So let's talk about studying mediumship and understanding what a medium is. Well, everybody wants to be open and and hear spirit and see him and how come I can't do it and all that. But I think the most important thing is you need to take some kind of basic mediumship class so you can discern and know what clairvoyance is and clairaudience mm. and clear seeing, hearing, and sensing. And you need to learn about psychometry. You need to learn how to sit for spirit and to work with your own gifts. So it's very important to go to like a basic mediumship class or a workshop. And you can't get it in a weekend. It just doesn't happen. And we live in a society where we go to the window and we order our cough when we come to the next one, it better be right. That's not how mediumship works. It's about dedication. You have to be a disciple. You have to really study study it and find out which one works for you. You might find out that you just like to meditate for yourself to receive messages and work with your guides one-on-one to have a connection. But it's always good to be in a group. When you meditate in a group situation and everybody is is working on learning about their guides or teachers or just how to meditate to see if I clairvoyantly can see the color blue and receive a message from my higher self or someone, you will receive it. Like when I teach a class, all my students see something, send something, get a message on the first go around Mm. because I help them to unblock things. (laughs) But it is an ongoing process of study and discipline and sitting. And there's so many gifts out there. You don't want to oversaturate yourself. You want to just focus on simple as best and move forward. Yeah, one of the things that I'm able to do is the psychometry part where I can hold something of yours, whether it's a ring or a necklace. Yes. And I'll get an image from that. That, that's always been pretty accurate for me. And I do it with a friend of mine. We both take each other's rings, and we're both yes. real good at it for each other. <laughs> so it's really fun. All right, listen, this has been fabulous. We have another minute, so tell us how to find you again. You can find me at RevGailHicks.com or GailHicks.com. I have an office in Canton, Mass., and I also still work out of my home in Fall River. And I do um, events and teach classes. And you can always check out on my calendar on my website of up-and-coming classes and workshops that I'm doing. And you can also, if you live far away, you can definitely have a reading by phone. Yes, yes. All right. Gail, it's been terrific having you on the show. Thank you very much. And if, if you're into Facebook, I have the Spiritual Light Center page, and it's at Canton Mediums. Because there's a couple other spiritual so light centers. So we would call it, what would they look up on Facebook? A spiritual Light Center at Canton Mediums. Okay. And that gives you all my events at the office. Okay. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. It was great. 
All right. That wraps up this edition of the Patricia Raskin Show. Remember, stay healthy, stay happy, get the support you need, and know you can make your dreams come true. Like me on Facebook at Patricia Raskin Raskin Resources. And if you write to me, Patricia at PatriciaRaskin.com, I'll put you on my list so you can get my newsletter each month. Have a wonderful day, folks, and stay healthy and happy. Bye for now. Thank you for tuning in to this week's edition of the Patricia Raskin Show. Be sure to join Patricia Raskin and another amazing guest next Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have an outstanding week.